Hey guys, welcome to the Dudes and Drinks podcast. Today we are doing a bit of a one-off. We discussed this in one of our previous episodes, but we're going to do a let's build a subclass and we're going to build a uh, Warlock subclass. Um, today I'm joined by Larry and Brad. Um, Hello. And to kind of start us off, because um, we're trying to do this a bit more uh, normally, um, start with what we're drinking. Um, I'll start off. Uh, so I'm drinking a actually local brewery. Um, I'm drinking uh, Lavery's, and it is the Devil's Dark Side Pumpkin Stout. Um, really good. It tastes like pumpkin pie. So oh, yeah, that sounds good. Keeping it local, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. So what are you I'm drinking, rolling Larry? With, I'm rolling with the Rusty Rail Fog Monster. It's a New England style IPA. A little bit foggy in there. It's good. Really good. Really good. interesting. And uh, cool. Brad. Yeah, I've got a cinnamon apple tea. Nice. Same as last time. Spikes, I hope, right? No, I had Blue Moon last time, didn't I? No, 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 no. no. Last time, last time you had. Did I? Last time you had tea. The tea. The the time before that you had Blue Moon. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like the tea. That's all I can say. But I like the stock. But yeah, so I'm I I I found that I'm not really a big fan of IPAs. Like I I like them sometimes, but I really have to be in the mood for them, or I already need to be like a few beers in. But yeah, it took me a while to come around to them. Uh, but I like them a lot. There especially is especially the the one that Tyler likes, the uh, Sparkle Puff, Spark- which is so good. Sparkle Puff is good. Um, I also like the uh, Sour Monkey Triple IPAs. Yeah. Those are. I was just gonna say the the Sour IPAs are really good because, um, you get the hops and the alcohol content, but it's like mixed with the sour, and it just kind of, yeah. know, it just ties everything together with a nice little bow. I, I, got, I gotta D&D. say, I really only like the, the 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 apple, the sour apple one at least so far, um, or the green apple. Sorry. I tried their cherry one, and I'm a fan of cherry normally, but I just didn't... It, it was good, but I definitely like the uh, green apple better. But... Yeah, yeah so... Uh, Victory Victory Brewing, check them out, they're really good. Yeah, they really are. Um, another good one I've tried lately was the... Uh, it's from Erie Brewing Co., our Erie Brewing Company, and... Love them. Is the Bayfront something? Bayfront Blonde. Yes, that I had that last night for dinner. Not for dinner, but with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was pretty good. I I enjoyed that. Um, I had two bottles of it. Broke the first bottle trying to open it. So <laughs> not a twist off. Not a twist. No, I, I wasn't trying to twist. I wasn't trying to twist it off. I was trying to pop it off with the bottle opener, and it just broke. So, probably doing trying to do the teeth trick. No, no, I spent way too much fucking money on my teeth to be uh, fucking them up that way. <laughs> but um, yeah. So should we, uh, should we just should we just make a uh, beer podcast? Now? Uh, I mean, we probably could uh, alienate Brad there a little bit though, because he's not as much of a beer connoisseur as we are. Nah, we'll just corrupt him. No, we'll beer stresses me out. Gives me anxiety. We we can just do a, a, a tea one off one of these days. We all there drink we go. tea. Yeah, there, dude. I 
Oh, I'm going to get some tea, and I'm going to share. Dude, I have four cool flavors right now. I'll bring them to D&D next time. All right, cool. Speaking of D&D... Um, hey, that's what the podcast <laughs> is about. Good time. It's, it's good part time. of what the podcast is about. We actually talked about drinks more this time, though. So, um, rolled with my chair a little bit. That's probably going to come through, but fuck it. So, like I said earlier in uh, the intro, like five minutes ago, <laughs> we're going to be uh, building a slug class today. We're going to do uh, one of my, personally, one of my favorite classes, and that's the uh, Warlock class. And so we're going to be making a subclass, and it is going to be themed around dragons. This is kind of based off of um, a few of our previous episodes where we have a town that is profiting off the scales off of a uh, golden dragon upriver. And we came up with the idea that, like, hey, what if one of these NPCs in this city has made a pact with a dragon? And this kind of spurred this idea. So we're going to do that. We're going to move forward with that. So we're going to start with the uh, um, the Hexblade uh, subclass for the Warlock and kind of tweak that into um, what we want this to be. So uh, let me go ahead and get this up here for uh, my fellow hosts to see. Next thing you know, Tony in my campaign is going to be rolling with this subclass. Like, I can I can see it already. That'd be that'd be actually really cool. I I mean if this if this comes out pretty well, I might even include it in my campaign. Um, yeah. Well, one of my biggest hopes out of this is just creating really cool stuff that we can just throw into campaigns, either our current ones or ones in the futures, and for other people to use some of this stuff. And if any of our listeners out there actually does use this, please let us know. Let us know how it goes. Let us know if you have any uh, comments, suggestions, or uh, um bouncing that you guys find that needs to be done with your uh, playtesting but uh moving on so like i said we're going to start with the warlock hexblade subclass and kind of meld it into a dragon stone. subclass so meld with stone <laughs> yes which we learned last camp or our last session that uh, you can't actually move with meld with stone so uh that was a bit of a contingency yes. problem there less Less broken than I thought it was originally. Yes, yes. There is spells that let you do that. Maybe that's earth elementals. I know earth elementals can traverse through stone and ground. No, maybe just ground. I think just earth they can traverse through. But I think there might be something that lets you go through stone. I don't know. We'll look it up later. We keep getting sidetracked. So, Warlock, yep. X-Blade. Uh... Okay, so for the first hurdle, um, what do we want to name this? Name. So, yeah. Brad, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Warlocks are kind of weird or interesting, uh, as they kind of have, like, two subclass type things, where you have your patron, and then you have, like, a pact. Um, I think in this particular instance, we're going to be looking a little bit closer into the patron, uh, rather than the pact. Um, as, you know, I guess... Just to clarify, the difference is a patron is like the entity or something that gives you your powers, and then the pact is kind of like the powers that you get. Uh, and here we're talking more about like the dragon giving powers to the warlock, um, so we're going to be making a patron. Yeah, and whereas the pact you don't even get until third level, I believe. Yeah, and so. it, yeah, pact is like pact of the tome, pact of the, uh, pact of the chain, yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, that kind of like focuses not... how your magic looks. They're not as important as your patron, though. 
Because um, Pack, Pack to the Tome literally just gives you a grimoire that gives you, I think, five other... Five cantrips from other classes, and that's it. That's all it gives you. So Yeah, yeah, they're a little bit less impactful, the, or a little bit less flashy, to say. Much less impactful in some ways. Um, Pack to the Blade is a little broken when it comes with the uh, the Hexblade subclass because, I know, tangent already, but um, reading into it, you could actually, if you take the necessary feats to be able to do it, you could actually dual wield uh, as a Warlock with the Hexblade class, Pack to the Blade, um, two-handed we- the two-handed weapon feature, and Warcaster. Those four things will let you dual wield and still cast spells, which I think was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, so, name of the class, um, going off kind of the same naming structure of all the other Warlock subclasses, all those subclasses are named after the Patron, the Fiend, the Hexblade, the Genie, uh, the the great old one, the Fathomless. Fathomless is actually really cool. Um, so, we're gonna go, oh, yeah, so, another tangent. New uh, Warlock uh, patron coming out for uh, the Undead. So that one's Ooh. that one's going to be cool to dig into. Um, anyway, off that, like, sidetrack number four. So we're going to go ahead and name, just name this <laughs> subclass the Dragon. Um, you know, I have a, 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 might be a weird philosophy about naming. Um, I usually try to build out the thing first and then worry about naming. Yeah. Because, like, I gain inspiration from what I built, and that adds to the name. So, like, we don't have to yeah. have a for-sure name right now. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, but I'm, I feel like this particular instance, it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Uh, the Warlock mm-hmm. naming scheme is very direct. Yeah. So. Is, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, um, like like Act I was just explaining. Old ones or whatever. Yep, it's, it's uh, if you look at my <clears throat> stream, um, which I know the viewers yeah. can't see, but you can. We have the Archfey, the Celestial, the Fathomless, the Fiend, the Genie, the Great Old One. So, the Dragon... Fits just right in yes. there. Short description. Uh... So let's kind of take inspiration from, uh, I guess, how the other ones are worded, right? So yeah, I have the hex blade up right now, um, and uh, can we read this verbatim, or do we have to do the quote end quote? Um, um, just kind of give a summary of how it's structured. Okay, so it is, it's structured in kind of a narratively way where it describes uh, who your pact is actually made with, um, examples of other entities like the one that you have formed a pact with. So, for example, the Hexblade um, talks about the sword Black Razor in uh, its introductory paragraph. Um and so, and then it kind of goes into after describing a or bringing out an example one, and then goes and kind of um, describes how the power is kind of gifted. Um, let's go ahead and look at another one, just because Hexblade's kind of a interesting case. So let's go ahead and bump to the Fathomless. Um, so yeah, so the Fathomless is kind of similarly structured. Um, it's kind of narrative based using you uh, terminology and um, again going into the type of entity you formed a pact with examples of the pact and then how you're kind of like the given your powers by them so mm-hmm. yeah so let's go ahead and jump back over here so so, I, so you kind of said it's structured in like a narrative type way 
Uh, I think it'd be really cool to kind of use this as a tie-in. Um, the, the warlock in the, the town that we're building. Uh, how did she approach this dragon uh, to essentially request warlock powers or something along those lines? What, what, what does that scene look like? Are we still rolling with the idea that the daughter is... Yeah, but we're not going to go into the specifics like that because... Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. That's specific so to last episode. So more of a generic way of if you are a person who goes to a dragon, what are you going to offer up to them in order for them to grant you powers? Is that kind of what you're asking here? Well, I mean, if you look at like the, the first paragraph of uh, some of the others, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's like, you have made a pact with a something uh, that lives here, you know, and then it describes what that, that being is like. Um, or if you look at like, um, like, like, uh, like a, the fab or the fathomless or whatever, uh, it kind of talks a little bit about like where, where this particular entity might live, uh, you know, what, what they might be doing at the time. Right. So I guess let's start off by saying something along the lines of like, 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 yeah, you've delved into the lair of a dragon. Uh, well, I like, I really like how, um, the pact of the uh, the fathomless um, kind of uses a pun there almost. You have a uh, quote, if we need it. You have plunged into a pact with the deeps. But yeah, so the use of the word plunge there, and then it's it has to do with the deeps of the ocean, and that's kind of what you're forming a pact with. I really like that. So using the word delved into a pact, something like that. Like So you have delved into the... Hmm. You delve into a dungeon... Dragons live in dungeons, dungeons and dragons. So I don't necessarily think it's like a pun. I mean, delved is like an actual word, or plunged is like an actual word that means like like going down or whatever, and, you know, plunge and water kind of go together, and you're in the depths of the ocean. I don't think it's necessarily a, a, plun, or a, a pun. I think that's just how words work. So I, th- I think delved is a pretty appropriate word. So... Oh, so I'm trying to think of how to word this. So I, right now I have, you have delved into a pact with one of the most dangerous and ancient of beings on this plane, dragons. So I think this is important. This isn't a specific pact with a specific dragon. This is like a pact with all dragons? Am I? No, no it's, it's a particular no? dragon. It's a, it's a specific dragon. I almost think that a pact to all dragons would be cooler Um like, that would be a pact to as... Tiamat, I feel like, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, so like, like I feel like well, you, the specific Tiamat is chromatic. Then the, what's the metallic one? There's no metallic one. There, there's Bahamut. Oh, there yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I feel like, I feel like your patron being Tiamat is kind of an edge case that you'll have to work out with your DM. Uh, we can we can actually incorporate that a little bit. Well. But well, I, I, I think like... leaving it open at dragon yeah, is yeah. good enough, and then your DM could allow a Tiamat or something like that. Because um, if I you kind of look meant... at the templating of the rest of the patrons, uh, they're all, like, singular. It's always, you make a pact with a great old one. You make a pact with a fiend. It's, yeah. it's never, like, a collection. It's always, like, yeah, one yeah. particular entity. For example, the Hexblade right, but... class talks about it and similarly, but then gives an, ex- an exact example saying... The Raven Queen is an entity that is known to create sentient weapons. So your pact of the Hexblade can be to the goddamn Raven Queen. 
And yeah, so, yeah. So I'd rather say like like start it off saying a dragon, yeah. and then say it like as example, it could be Tiamat, or it could just be a random old dragon. Cool. Uh, so I feel like we could probably just include both, starting off with a dragon, and then saying Tiamat maybe as an example. An extreme example, because well, we'll get into that later. So you have delved into a pact with one of the most dangerous and ancient of beings on this plane, a dragon. Um. Cool. So let's go from there. So, um, so yeah. So let's move on. Um, spellcasting ability. Keep it as charisma, just because it's how all warlocks are. Is charisma spellcasting? Well, hold on. Can we, um, just real quick go over like a high level description, like. Unless you guys think we already have enough. If you think we already have enough, we can move on. I just want to make sure we had enough before we... Oh, you mean for the description? description? Yeah, so just give like a high-level overview of what this is without, you know... Okay, so so the, the, high, the most high-level overview, I guess, is you um, have entered into a pact with a dragon, um, offering something in return, either... Fulfilling their wishes, um, exacting revenge, bringing them loot, sharing portions of the money and loot that you gave make with this dragon. Um, in exchange for these offerings, the dragon is bestowing his own powers upon you, much like the um, sorcerers of draconic lineage have their own. Sorcerers are born with it. Yeah, sorcerers are born with it, but it's still a draconic yeah, lineage that is granting them that ability. And similar, similar, kind of the same, not exactly because these are warlocks, it's a pact, it's not in their blood, um, but the same way that a dragon's blood can bestow upon you powers upon your birth, I believe the same way a dragon can, they're similar methods, um, they're bestowing powers upon you through a pact. Does that make sense? Yes, is that, is that, that a good overview awesome. for yep. you, Lair? Perfect. Cool. Yeah, I just wanted to do like a quick high level um, and then edit this out, obviously. But I had a few things that kind of branch off of that little thing there, Tony. Um, just random ideas I had. So one being, I think this would be cool. It would add a lot of flexibility um, as far as alignment goes, like what your gods aligned with. Because I think we mentioned this on the Tasha's read-through, that most of the... Patrons tend to be, like, on the evil side of things. Initially evil, generally. Yeah. Uh, so, I think giving the players, like, almost an option here, whereas you can ally with a good dragon or a bad dragon, because there's no neutral dragons as far as I know. Um, they tend to be either good or, good or bad. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because, um, I, I don't know if you were here and we were talking about it, but I was talking about how, again, I mentioned this just not too long ago in the episode, that this is going to be... Kind of similar, not too similar, just like kind of like the uh, the draconic bloodline. Uh, whenever you're creating your character with that for the sorcerers, you get to choose your lineage. So you have the list of all metallic and all chromatic dragons, and you pick which one, and that's your lineage there. And I was thinking, um, it's the same thing, same way here. Whenever you create your pact with an entity, you get to pick what dragon you're forming a pact with the dm will then have to kind of put that in the world somehow and work that in but the player i, I believe the player does have the choice to choose 
what type of dragon they have a pact with, whether it be good or evil. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that that is a cool thing uh, for warlocks, I feel like. Um, and then the other thing I had in mind was... So, like, we were saying sorcerers get their power from dragon's blood. They're born with it. Yeah. Um, would it be cool if, as part of the pact, once you offer, you know, X to the dragon, the dragon then maybe bestows some of his blood to you like physically and that's kind of your binding almost i think that'd be kind of cool yeah, yeah actually cool. as you were how, saying how that, you actually transfer the power yeah yeah as, as you were saying that i kind of got this like image in my mind's eye of like the dragon actually like, carving into your like flesh like on your back or something a um rune that he infuses with his own blood that um yeah. is what you draw your power from and so like when you cast your spells wherever that rune is on your body can like glow or emit fire or kind of emit heat or cold or stuff like that and so yeah so let's get let's actually note that down so do you want that to be part of this class where um the connection is formed through a uh carved sigil yeah yeah and I you know what a... that, that could actually kind of lead into the mechanics a little bit uh, where your abilities are based off of, you know, that, like, sigil or whatever. Uh, so in order to, like, do something with your warlock powers, uh, you, like, call upon that sigil's power, and then that sigil does something for you. Um, it's like, almost uh, like uh, the alchemy circles in Fullmetal Alchemist. Yeah, yeah kind, kind of. of. So I'm thinking, like, like, an Eldritch Blast. Like, what does your Eldritch Blast look like for this particular class? Or what, what may it look like? Uh, I feel um, like it would take the form of, um, similar to the dragon that you have formed a pact with. So if sure. it's, if you like made a firebolt, a... frostbolt, acidbolt, lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's just an Eldritch Blast. Um, yeah, but it looks like it might be fire. Yeah, it looks, it looks like, like it might be, it might be electric yeah. based off of whatever your dragon is. Yeah. Or that's something that we can. I <clears throat> uh, see. I don't want to change too much of the core class too much. So yeah, we'll leave it as just normal force damage, I guess, for the Eldritch Blast and whatnot. Yeah, I wouldn't change the well, damage. Well, here's the thing: one of one of the abilities could be you can change your Eldritch Blast damage type to your Dragon's damage type. Like oh, that feels like an awesome ability. Uh, yeah, like at X level, you gain the ability to do this X amount of times a day. That type of thing. Sure. Or yeah. or you could add. X amount of fire damage, frost damage, etc., to the Eldritch Blast, based on what dragon type. Well, uh, I'd be uh, that that could be very strong, um, especially in combination with like um, like adding your charisma mod and shit. That could, that, that could make Eldritch Blast do a shit ton of damage. No, no, no. no. So here's the thing. Uh, you know how you like uh, pawn level up, like at each like kind of like level milestone, you get an additional Eldritch Blast. Mm-hmm. Um, at the, the first one, instead. you get the option to instead of uh, getting an additional Eldritch Blast, you can change it permanently to the type of your patronage. Well, it doesn't work like that. No? Um, Eldritch Blast casting it multiple times is part of Eldritch Blast. So your class feature would then be changing Eldritch Blast, which uh, typically you try to stay away from. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so, so now... Instead, you would have a class feature that says, like, like, whenever you reach this level... You may instead, or like, you may have Eldritch Blast damage be this, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll and, do and it that And that's way. something that happens a couple times. All right, cool. So, um, so the powers derive from a carved sigil infused with the dragon's blood. Cool, I like that. So, um, and 
as far as the what you give the dragon in return um, for your power, uh, we'll leave that up to the uh, DMs to kind of decide because that will be based on the dragon. Yeah, I, I feel like. like it could be anything. Yeah, um, but I imagine it to be like money. Yeah, money. Um, owing with. a favor, making use of this person to exact revenge, or anything really. Um, Just straight up your soul if it's an evil dragon. I know green dragons are like super evil. Yeah, well, all, pretty much all the chromatic ones are. But anyway. Yeah, but like I think it's green dragon specifically. They're like they love kind of like similar to hags making deals with mortals. Gotcha. Interesting. So yeah, that's another thing that um, I mean we can delve into a little bit later if we want to and have time. But that's also something that the DMs back home can do. Okay, cool. So the power is derived from a core sigil infused with the dragon's blood. Cool. So spellcasting ability, we are agreed to keep it at charisma. Yup. Cool. Uh, can cast spells. Obviously. Obviously, no. yes. Uh, do we even include an additional spell list? Nah. No? I, I just stick with uh, Warlock. Yeah, yeah I Spell agree. prepare type. Um, uh, <laughs> so they're technically based off of their level. Uh, but their table's kind of fucky because they use packed magic rather than spell slots. So uh, I would mark it down as level. Level? Gotcha. Knows all spells. <clears throat> no. No, obviously not. Um, so additional specific spells. So we'll get rid of... We'll, we'll, we'll get to that whenever we get there. Well, we're, um, we're, we're here. Well, we'll come back to it later because uh, that kind of ties in with your uh, class features. Cool. Okay. There we go. Add class feature. feature. So, um. Alrighty. So, first of all, what levels do Warlocks get their patron features at? One. Oh, the patron? Or, um. Patron. Yes. And and it gets one at first, sixth, tenth, and fourteenth level. That's that's, what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That's not. That's not. Oh, yes. Patron features. Not. I thought. For whatever reason, it's confusing because both the patron and pact are PA. So no. I thought you were talking about the pact feet, like the the pact. No, so no, patron, patron. is it depends. Um, Hexblade gets at one six tenth and fourteenth. Um. Oh no, they all just get at one. Yeah, they, they yeah. all should. I'm just looking at the PHB, and they all should one six tenth. Speaking of PHB, do you guys think we should pivot to that? It's a lot more coherent than D and D Beyond. Dandy Beyond's a good tool, but it's like all over the place. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. like it's just a lot more ordered in the book. Sure. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. Okay. We'll pick up on like class features that works fine. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I guess I should go get my PHP. Or I have it yeah. here. So I'm, I'm looking through, um, just kind of looking at the fiend. Uh, and it looks like one of the things that all of them get is exp- uh, ex- extended spell lists. And it looks like every level, so or not not every level, sorry. Um, oh, I get, I, you get them all, actually, right off the bat. Uh, but they're kind of limited based off of your spell slots. So it looks like spell levels 1st through 5th. Uh, it looks like you get two spells at each level. Uh, so maybe we should start off taking a look at that. I uh, just returned with my book. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, talking about the extended spell list. Uh, it seems like for every patron, 
you have two spells at each level, one to five. Um, yeah, two spells at each level, one to five, and they're just straight up added to your list. Uh, that doesn't mean you get them. It just means that you have the option to select them. Uh, so where are you seeing this at? It's just in the patron part of oh, it. Oh, the, the, the expended spells, one through five, and you just get those automatically, right? No, they are added to your spell list. You still have to choose to learn them, uh, but they're added to the warlock list. Oh, gotcha. So I'm going to look through right now, uh, and we're going to have to pick out two spells um, of first level that we think makes sense for a dragon to like bestow that knowledge to the warlock. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm just going to do a, a, a couple or a little read through um, of some of the spells that I think make sense, uh, and then we can go from there. So, well, I guess to preface that, uh, we kind of want to talk about like the elemental nature of the dragons. So, for example, um, like a red dragon breathes fire. Uh, so it might prefer, you know, maybe like burning hands or something, right? But that doesn't make any sense for a, you know, like a bronze or not a bronze dragon, a fucking green dragon, right? Uh, that does poison. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't have burning hands on a poison dragon. So uh, what I would say is don't include any sort of like the elemental type spells and instead look at some of the other things that dragons offer. Uh, the obvious one that I'm seeing right now is something like cause fear, right? Dragons, scary. You know, I think I think they should bestow cause fear, you know? Well, one of the things about dragons is their... Um, what's it called? Their, their, their elements, yeah. No, 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 I think not those their, are going to be explored elements. elsewhere. No, give me a second. It's one of their abilities. <clears throat> Legendary actions? Lair actions? Frightful presence. Each, each oh, um, yeah, so it has pretty much just is the frightened effect. So cause fear, I think, goes really well with frightful presence. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but whenever we get to some of the higher level stuff, you know, it still continue that thought of. Let's try to avoid elemental type abilities yeah. because they're not going to line up with every single dragon. Gotcha. So, uh, whereas cause fear is going to line up with dragons way better. Okay, I'm just going to write them down for now. Yeah, yeah, that works. Um, so first level we're going to have cause fear, uh, and then additionally we're going to need a, another first level spell. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and add. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and add uh, those to here. Uh, so another spell that I'm looking at, uh, you have Disguise Self. Uh, you know, dragons, sometimes they're shapeshifters. Disguise Self could be a cool thing. Uh, yeah, like the warlocks automatically get Mask of Many Phases as an option. Well, no, they don't. They have to spec into that. Hexblade. Oh, is that just Hexblade? Oh, sure. wait. No, never mind. I'm retarded. Um, cost here doesn't make sense because it's already on the warlock spell list. Um, I'm going to filter out warlock spells. Uh, so now it's only non-warlock spells. So, yeah, don't do cause fear, because they already have that. However, uh, Disguise Self is not a warlock spell. Uh, you know, you could obviously spec into it with Mask of Many Faces, uh, but this one gives it to you regardless anyway, so this kind of, like, saves you an Eldritch Invocation. So what do you guys think of Ma uh, Disguise Self? 
I like it. Sure. And then you can save the invocation for something more along the lines of like a dragon. Yeah, and then you can use your invocation for something else. I, I, I just don't know why anyone would pick Disguise Self as a spell instead of the Eldritch Invocation because you can literally just spam Mask Many Faces whereas Disguise Self uses yeah, the Yeah, but, uh, but if you don't choose it as an invocation, you can instead choose an invocation for something else, such as Witch's Eyes or um, guess, the one that makes yeah. your Eldritch Blast better. So if you're only going to use Disguise Self just a little bit, then you know maybe it's better to spend a spell slot than a invocation because I would argue that an invocation generally is powerfuler or more powerfuler. Do we want to add any cantrips? Um, that's not something we can do. Okay, gotcha. Uh, we would have to do that through like a class feature. I'm only talking about two spells for level one to five. So I'm thinking. Let's see. You did what? Disguise self. Um, yeah, just add disguise self. I'm thinking. Ooh, absorb elements might be good. Absorb elements does sound cool, um, and then you, under the like the implicit um, assumption that you're you know absorbing your dragon element, of course. Uh, uh, but you don't necessarily. Are have you to. sure cause fear isn't a warlock spell? It is. It is a warlock spell, which means that we should not add it to the list because it's already there. Correct. It's from Xanath Xanathar's, I think. Is Charm Person a Warlock spell? Command? Yeah, Charm Person is... Well, is that a first level? Yeah. I think it is a Warlock spell then. I fucking hate D&D Beyond. I'm going to be honest. I don't yeah, like it. it sucks, dude. It's so... It's not laid out in any meaningful way. So yeah, so Absorb Elements looks interesting. Um, Chromatic Orb also kind of works. It does, yeah, for the same reasons. Um, let's see, Disguise Self. We already have Disguise Self, yeah. Um, just trying to look at all the first levels. Earth Tremor sounds kind of cool. But you that's... Know, big Dragon Stomp, you know? Oh, that would be cool. God damn, there's a lot of first level spells. Yeah. They're really cool ones. What about Featherfall? Because dragons can fucking Flying, fly. dude. Well, honestly, for Featherfall, I would rather use the, like, fucking fly spell. Yeah. yeah. Because fe Featherfall, like, you can use that on other... I mean, I guess, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Wait, is that... What is Feather... Or what is fly spell? Fly is, like, 7th level, I think. Oh, it's 3rd level. 3rd oh, level, but Warlocks get it anyway, so... I'm not... I'm not sure I would want to do Featherfall. It, it, I mean, oh. it sounds cool, but I feel like there might be better options. Find familiar? No. Um, I don't know. Okay. I like Find Familiar, but I'm not sure how much it makes sense for the context of a dragon. Did we do Disguise Self? We already did Disguise Self, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Zephyr Strike is interesting. Zephyr's, like, fast. You move like the wind until the spell ends. Your movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. Realize I probably shouldn't be reading that verbatim on stream. It is. I mean, Zephyr Strike's cool, but I don't really imagine dragons to be acting like that. Yeah. Hey, imagine dragons. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Thunder Smite. No, not not necessarily. That's. I think Absorb Element or Shield would be a good one because dragons are tough. Don't warlocks get shield? I kind of like absorb elements. They have resistance and they have high AC. I swear, war warlocks get shield. 
Because I've used it in your... Oh, wait, no. I'm a warlock, sorcerer, multi-class in your campaign, so that's probably where I got shield from. I'm somewhere yeah. between Absorb Elements and Earth Tremor. I'm fine with either one. Earth Tremor... Earth Tremor's like a dragon stomp. I think that's kind of cool. I feel like we should take out Disguise Self and just do Earth Tremor and Absorb Elements. Uh, well... Because yeah, only certain dragons can do Disguise Self. Like, only certain ones no. can... No, all dragons are... All dragons can. I, I will give... I'll, I'll compromise a little bit here. We can get rid of Disguise Self if instead we get the level 2 spell Alter Self. Which, so you can give yourself, like, scales and claws and shit. And fangs. Okay, More yeah, like a dragon, I'm good with know? that. Alright, cool. So let's not do Disguise Self and instead do Absorb Elements and Earth Tremor. And then level two will end up doing Alter Self. Okay, so Absorb Elements and Earth Tremor. Alright, so let's go to the second level spells. Okay, second level we have to take Alter Self. Um, just because I think that shapeshifty transformation thing is really important. Yeah, because cause Disguise Self is only more of a... It actually makes more sense to do um, Alter Self because, like, Disguise Self is just illusionary. Yeah. Whereas Alter Self Alter is, like is what the dragons would actually be able to do, where they actually shrink themselves down to size. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Alter Self, all it really does is give you, like, dragon-like features, like claws and scales and fangs and shit. Well, you can use it to change your appearance to whatever you want as well. Yeah, yeah. But then you have the natural weapons that you can use as well. I really like that. Okay, cool. So, and then... All right, I think we need to include Dragon's Breath, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, that's kind of a necessity here. Yeah, you um, touch one willing creature, so you can like touch yourself and then infuse yourself with dragon's breath too. It doesn't. Hey, I think I think that's person. the intent. Yeah, it basically just gives you a breath weapon. Mm. That's pretty fucking cool. No, I feel like, I feel like we should add bring in the. I feel like we should add the breath weapon not as a spell because I'm looking at gusts of the wind right now. For the, just make the for the uh, make the breath weapon a invocation or what? yeah just make the breath weapon like something else all entirely because as dragon's breath like you should only be able to do like your packs like breath attack whereas dragon's breath gives you all of them okay so I'm thinking we should do something else I'm liking gust of wind because yeah like a wing flap like a wing flap oh fuck. I just had a cool idea for how I'm, like, imagining the thematics here. Wings um, sprout out of the carved suit sigil on your back, like like spectral wings, and they flap. Yes, exactly, like shit. spectral dragon features, right? Uh, so whenever you cast Earth Tremor, I kind of imagine, like, a spectral, like, dragon, like, like leg or whatever kind of stomping on the ground. Uh, whenever you do Gust of Wind, you get, like, spectral dragon wings coming up from behind you. Uh, whenever you do like a like a fear type spell or something, maybe you get like a horrifying dragon visage or something like that. Oh. And, like, like whenever you cast these spells, you just have like like this like image of a dragon or a dragon like part or attribute, uh, kind of like extending out of you, you know, coming out of the sigil, of course. Guys, I'm, I'm oh fucking god, loving I'm loving the thematics there. All right, all right, all right. So that's first and second level. Let's go ahead and bump to the third level now. Wait, what did we do? What did we agree on for second level? Uh, gust of wind. Uh, gust of wind and alter self. 
Sounds good to me. Uh, so for third level, we have Animate Dead. Uh, no, Aura of Vitality. No. Nah. Uh, blinding Smite, Call Lightning, Catnap. That's nah, that doesn't sound very cool. Conjure Barrage. <laughs> no. Haste? So Stinking cloud, the dragon fucking farts on someone. Tiny hut. No, that doesn't make sense. I just tiny hut's cool. Um, wait, melting the stone. Eh, that wouldn't make any sense. Motivational speech is that actually? A <laughs> there isn't as many cool ones for third level. Title. What wave. about clairvoyance? I mean, dragons are pretty smart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whenever you cast, or, I'm not gonna read. Uh, you can. Wait, how does clairvoyance work? Oh yeah, clairvoyance is you like you make like a little like orb or something that you can like see and hear through, uh, which I think that might scrying. be a little bit cool. Scrying oh, is anywhere level. in the world. Yeah. Oh, oh, what about sending? Did dragons ever get like telepathy? Uh. We'd fucking. We oh, wait. Them. There's an Eldritch Invocation that gives you sending. So that's kind of cool. Wait, where do you do it as a spell? Oh, great. Old a pretty good spell. Oh, so, so if you can get that as a world. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is kind of going with the wind wall. With the wind. Uh, we can mm -hmm. do uh, wind wall. Wind wall. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I'm okay with Windwall. Pulse Wave. I like Pulse Wave too, because I can just imagine like the dragon, like kind of like the Earth Tremor, except like more intense. Either or could work. Ooh, ooh. So Windwall and Pulse Wave, or don't we already have one? What if What if we gave a more like support spell, like a uh, Glyph of Warding? Uh, you know, dragons like to like protect their gold and shit. I think maybe like a glyph of warding to help protect stuff would be neat. I really I kind of like mouse minute meteors. Yeah, it's kind of cool, but like it's more fiery. Glyph of warding. Glyph of warding. Glyph of warding. I kind of like glyph, glyph? dude. Glyph of warding. Okay. Okay. We outnumber you two to one. Well, we have one more for third level. Windwall. Windwall and glyph yeah. of warding. Windwall and not pulse wave. Like you do. I kind of like Windwall. Windwall makes more sense to me. Wall of Sand, Wall of Water. Sorry, I'm looking at all these. Tidal Wave, Summon Face, Shadow Shadow Spawn, Speak with Dead, Slow, uh, Sleet Storm, Revivify, Pulse Wave, Protection from Energy, Plant Growth, Phantom Seed. No, no, no. Uh, non Detection, Mass Healing Word, Life Transference. Oh wow! Oh wow! There's a lot that I did not. Fast friends. Ooh ooh. So windwall or fast friends? It's fast friends. When uh, basically it lets you. It's basically a higher level charm. From the looks of it, that's uh, that looks like unearthed arcana, my guy. We should probably shy away from that. 
No, it's not. It's in the Aberrant Mind Sorcerer, the Arcane Trickster Rogue, the Divine Sorcerer. Oh, oh, oh. Well, where, where's the spell? That's from the Acquisitions Incorporated book. Which is... I guess it's a published book, right? Yeah. Yeah, we could steal from it. Yeah, why the fuck not? Who gives a shit? <laughs> sure, I mean, dragons... It's already you know, Dragons are charismatic. They can... Oh, yeah, so, so what are you... Sorry, so yeah. Windwall or that one? Whichever one. Brad, you're the deciding factor. Fast friends. Fast friends, okay. Yeah, let's do fast friends. Well, yes, fast friends. That's fine. Yeah, we already have Gust of Wind. We already have a wind thing. Cool. So we are on to fourth level. So yeah. The one that pops out with me immediately is Dominate Beast. Um, I kind of think of, like, kobolds and shit. Uh, or, you know, maybe, like, other servant-type people. Even orcs uh, worship evil dragons. Yeah. So beast technically only works on like animals, uh, but I still think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it's, thematically, it's the same. I like yeah. summon aberration. Well, I don't think dragons do that yeah, a whole no, lot. Yeah, they don't really do summon. Things. There's polymorph, stone shape, stone skin. Sorry. Dragons do some polymorphing, right? Yeah. Yeah, they can shape shift in a. Well, they can shape shift in like a human form, I think. Gravity sinkhole. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, let, let's it not do. No I don't want to do dominate beast. Not not dominate beast. All right. Nope. I'd rather do dominate person at fifth level. Gotcha. Yeah. I agree. Um. So. I think polymorphs a safe bet. I agree. Larry doesn't like gravity sinkhole. It doesn't I'm make any sense. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense either. I guess. You and your magnified gravity bullshit. Oh, it's so fun. It's You're in Caldos so mode. Get out fun. of it. Oh, I can't wait to... Yeah, at high levels, I need to have those. Fourth level spells just kind of suck in general. Yeah, they uh, kind of do. Yeah. Well, it's because Four third level good. spells are really fucking good. That's generally why. Liam in secret chests. For his horde. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, because isn't, isn't yeah. that... And then there's also Mordenkin's private Private sanctum. sanctum. No, I, I think I like the secret chest a little bit secret more. Chest. It kind of plays into like the horde type thing. I agree. Lehman secret chest. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we need one more. We need one more for level four. We doing uh, polymorph. Polymorph and secret chest. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm possibly stone skin. Because dragons have high AC, but I like polymorph better, I think. Well, I feel like the AC thing's going to come in as, like, a class feature instead. Sure, yeah. sure. Okay, so polymorph? Yup. Okay. I mean, two to one. Yeah, get out of here with your gravity bullshit. Right. Yeah, I'm not doing gra- That doesn't make any sense. No, 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 I, I, just, I just like it. All right, so fifth level. Dominate person. Cloud kill. No, no, no. Domin- no. Dominate person. Okay. Dominate person. Uh, control winds. Destructive wind. Communion would be cool. You could commune with your dragon deity. That's normally a cleric spell, I believe. But we could probably find a better one. Oh, there are a lot of level 5 spells. Damn. Level 5 is a big level. Wrath of Nature. No. That's like a druid thing. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Summon Celestial. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. I think I'm about to Resist. talk about druids. Resist, Brad. Uh, reincarnate, seeming, uh, raise dead, planar binding, what's pass wall? Okay, uh, so we only have one wind type spell at this point. Uh, there's another one here called control wind. Yes, 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 yes. Well, we have Dominate Person. Gios is so much better. Would we rather have Gios uh, than Dominate Person? Wait, Dominate Person might be better situation. Dominate Person takes an action, whereas Gios takes a minute. Well, Gios is a little bit more permanent. Yeah. Yeah, Gios is like you tell them to do something, and they have to do it. I think yeah, Dominate, Dominate Person is like an sense. in combat type thing where you just like yeah. take control for just a second. Gaos is like a role play, like do this or you're gonna take a shit ton of damage. I just love Gaos and uh, Planar Binding, and I want to use them, and I will use them, Tony. Good luck. Remember that. Yeah, I I think a dragon might be a little bit more permanent, especially if we're talking uh, like patron dragons here. Yeah. No, I think Gaos might be a little bit cooler. Woo! One of my faves. All right, so we got one more here. Yeah, so we have control Gios. wins like the easy cop out. Yeah, control wins the easy better. cop out. Yeah. Um, steel wind strike. That's like a melee sword fighter thing. Oh, that'd be perfect for hexblade. Oh, Larry. <laughs> no. Larry. The answer is no. Please. Oh, that that's no. like an upgraded zephyr strike. Oh, that'd be so good for the warlock subclass. Whatever it is, you can't do Steel it. Steel wind strike. If it's, not, if it's not in the choose up to text. five. Uh, the uh, basically attack five creatures and make a spell attack, melee spell attack against each of them. <laughs> On hit, they take six d ten force damage. <sighs> yeah, I'm pretty happy with control wind. Control wind. Okay. Gios and control wins. Cool. And control wins. Cool. So awesome. I'm going to go ahead and save those changes real quick. All right. So we still got to do class features. <laughs> oh, well, boy. I mean, that's like the first class feature. And uh, not um, really. That's more of just the, um, that's just the expanded spell list. We don't get into class features yeah. until exactly after that. All right. So you get a, at first level, uh, you kind of get one ability. Um, kind of looking at some of the other ones, uh, it appears to be just like a fun little cutesy type ability. Uh, I'm kind of looking at the genie at the moment. Uh, and it, what it does uh, is it gives you like some detail about like like what your genie lives in right uh so i feel like this is a really good time to bring up the dragon element type so um just to kind of um go off that i'm looking at the other ones in the player handbook and so it looks like it i feel like this is also where we should also talk a little bit about the actual sigil that's carved into you as well sure sure um, so i'm thinking we should call this the Dragon's Bond, Dragon's Mark, Dragon's Sigil. Brand. Dragon's Brand. I love Brand. Dragon's that sounds cool brand. as fuck. Well done. Grammar. Alright, so we'll just pop out a description, and then we can do stuff with the snippet later. Um, so, 
this is the first level thing. So what are you guys thinking? I think this is a good time to say that you can make your Eldritch Blast do a damage type that corresponds to your, your Dragon's type. At first level? I thought we were going to do that at a different level. No, I feel like this is a good first level. Um, specifically uh, because it makes you choose what type of dragon has you know, branded you or whatever. Because um, you know that at first level. As soon as you get the pact, you need to know what dragon gave you the pact. Uh, you also need to know, you know what kind of dragon it is and how that affects your abilities. Um, additionally, it's a not super impactful change. Or a super impactful, you know, power up, because um, changing damage types typically isn't all that big of a deal. I would uh, say it's. I'd say it's. L it's less like it's more nerfed than anything, because I don't think many force is already pretty good. Force. Um, however, if you kind of take in like an elemental adept feat, uh, it could potentially be really good. Uh, having a eldritch True. blast kind of do fire damage, and then have the rest of your kit deal fire damage, and blah 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 blah. You know that could be really cool. Yeah. Um, additionally, we can add a couple other small little abilities here. Um, the, the genie first level ability is actually relatively complicated. Uh, so we can do this damage type thing as like the first part of it, and then do the second part to give you a little bit more stuff. Because uh, you also get your expended spell list here as well. Cool. So... <clears throat> So, I just said, starting at first level, whenever you cast Eldritch Blast, you can choose to change its damage type from Force to the attribute of your Patron Dragon. Yep. Rad. Cool. Um, yeah. So, I'm looking... Again, I'm, I'm basing this off the Genie, because the Genie's actually relatively close to what we're thinking of here. Yeah. Um, so, one of the things that it says uh, is, you know, while you're in contact with, like, your Genie's bottle or whatever the fuck... Uh, you can get some special abilities. Um, the first one is like some like thematic shit uh, that's kind of based off of its element. Uh, the second one is that you can, you know, deal some extra damage uh, based off of you know what kind of genie you are. Um, however, we also kind of talked about like the scales or whatever at one point. Uh, you know, potentially buffing up the AC or something. Uh, so it might be okay to include like a natural armor type thing here as well. Okay. Because that's, again, like a, it's a nice little buff that should really be there, uh, but I'm not necessarily sure we'd want to wait till level 6 for it. Yeah. Do we want to... Um, I know I know. we mentioned not going off the uh, Draconic Bloodline uh, multi-class, but there was an example that I think fits well here with what you're talking about with the armor class. I think we should steal... At least I'll give out. Yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it out and see if you guys' opinion. So yeah, there's, there's a similar. Um, let me find it. I need to go to Draconic Bloodline. Um, so yeah, this also happens at first level. Um, so they get the the increase in hit point maximum. So they get an additional one hit point per level. I don't think we should include that since we're including the Eldritch Blast uh, type change. But they also mm -hmm. um, get, basically, whenever they aren't wearing armor, their AC is 13 plus deaths. Do we, do we want okay, to do so that, or do we want to make it where they just get a, they just get an AC bonus regardless? Uh, no, I think it should be, like, more natural armor type stuff. So, like, 13 plus decks, yeah. Gotcha, so just want to just, uh, uh, just steal that. Basically, yeah. 
Um, how do we want to describe it though? Because do we want the players? I, I want to say the players are covered by dragon-like scales. Uh, yeah, we could say that. Um, we could roll with the spectral theme and just say yeah. like magical scales appear around the character. Yeah, like like a, yeah, like a a, a layer of uh, magical uh, scales emanate from your sigil, uh, causing a you know magically defensive layer uh, coating your skin. And then you know you could say that yeah, it gives you natural armor thirteen plus dex or whatever. I'm just gonna type this out and then we can fix it later. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about the typing right now. Um Is it ever possible, like, say as a character, you want to like look like you're wearing leather armor just for thematic reasons or like I guess it's just your outfit. Never mind. Never mind. Ignore me. All right, cool. So I just have additionally... So starting at first level, whenever you cast Eldritch Blast, you can choose to change its damage type from Force to the attribute of your patron dragon. Additionally, when you are not wearing armor, magical scales apparate in places around your body. This gives you, a thir uh, this gives you an AC of 13 plus dex when not wearing armor. Sounds good to me. Um... Cool. So, I think we're good there. Which is is pretty good, right? Like, normally, what's natural? 10 armor? plus like, dex, I believe. Yeah, normally yeah. it's 10, so it basically just gives you, like, plus 3 on so it. But you, you can't be using any other armor, though. It has to be, you have to be unarmored at that point. Yeah, I'm visualizing a very, like, dex is your second stat after charisma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could, you could realistically achieve, like, 16, 17 armor class is a warlock. I feel like that's pretty I solid. I mean, if you, like, pump into... Typically, it'll be about 16. If you pump yeah. into charisma and dex, say, just, like, later on down the line, you have a 20 in both, <laughs> that's, uh... Yeah. What, plus 5 to that? So that's... 18. 18. And that's pretty damn and good for no armor. You could carry a shield without... I don't think that acts as armor. No, it doesn't. No. So, so you can up your 19. AC by another 2... I mean yeah. that that is at high level as your second skill. So that I mean that's a pretty big investment that you made um, to get that twenty decks. So yeah. I think that's fair. But no, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty good. I agree. Um, cool. So do we want to keep the name as Dragon's Brand or do we want to change it? Uh, I'm fine with it because I made it. Okay. But if you guys want to change it, go I really it. like Dragon's Brand. Um, I feel like if anything, we'll move it to somewhere else if we don't use it here. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's cool. We can. I think brand. I think brand fits here well because it's physical and the armor is like a physical protection. Like it's almost like the pack protects you, literally and sure. metaphorically. I think that's cool. 
Okay, okay. Actually, let me reword this then. Metrical scales operate in places around your body originating originating from your sigil. Yeah, they could like come out and surround you from the sigil. Almost like natural armor would. Cool. Um all right, I like that. So, save changes, uh class feature options. Cool. So, I think that doesn't I think that's it. That doesn't change. Yeah, so I think we're good here. Um, let's go back to the dragon. Uh... So the next uh, class ability comes at level 6. Yes. Give me a second. I am... Okay, so we need to edit that stuff later. Okay, so let me pull this up real quick. So we have dragon's brand um, at level 1. Okay, so what's next? Okay, so there there are two things I have in mind. Uh, one of them is a breath weapon, and the other one is permanent flight. Okay. Uh, flight should be yeah. later. Yeah, um, well, I was going to say, uh, basing it and balancing it around what other things do, uh, permanent flight is usually balanced around level 14. Uh, so that slots very easily into the 14th ability. Okay, so do we want to go, cool. uh, go ahead and do the 14th ability then? I mean, we could if it's going to be relatively easy. Does everybody agree that, like, flight would be a good ability there? Yeah. Flight for 14th, breath for 6th. I like it. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. All right, so what should we name it for the for the 14th Dragon. level where we get flying? Dragon's wings, dude. I don't know. No, that's not creative. Unless. Well, uh, mm, what if it's something like, like, I want to say, like, ascend to the skies or some shit. Dragon Ascension. Dragon's Ascent, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like a Dark Souls area? No, that's Dragon's Area. Yeah. Dragon's Ascent or Dragon's Ascension? Ascent. Ascension sounds like you're turning into a god. I would rather say Ascent, like as in <clears throat> flying up. But Dragon Ascent's a Pokemon move. Yeah, Whatever. fuck it. They don't... Is it copyright? <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Shit. <laughs> no, that's Dragon Ascent. This is dragons. He owns the ascent. Yeah. Yes. It's a little. It's not like proper. Proper now. All right. So um, you can fly. Starting at fourteenth yeah, level. So this is pretty easy. Uh, starting at fourteenth level, you can you know use a bonus action or whatever to you know cause out like a, you know a pair of like uh, like ethereal dragon wings. Uh, that grant you a flying speed of 30 feet, uh, and then they, you know, last until you dismiss them or become incapacitated. Um, last... Since it's... Should we add a cooldown? Yes. Should we just make it... No, no, that's the thing. That's why we put it at level 14, so there is no cooldown. Okay. Um, and, and the reason that I feel okay doing that, uh, is because that's whenever other classes get this. Uh... Sorceress, uh, Divine Soul Sorcerers, uh, they get permanent flight at level 14 as well. Um, fucking Winged Tieflings get it at level 14. Uh, Tempest Clerics get it at level 17, but that's because they don't get a class ability at level 14. Yeah. Um, so 14 is generally the accepted level for permanent flight. Okay, cool. Um, Quick Cleric Interjection, I love how Tempest Clerics are literally just fucking Thor. 
Yeah, it's funny. Like the Divine Soul Sorcerer, it says that like you like grow spectral wings. Uh, Tempest clerics just fucking levitate. They just fly. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Wait, hold on. I have the PHP open. What does it say? I, I want to quote it because I think it's pretty good. No, it's not. It's literally just you have a flying speed. <laughs> you just. Fly. I thought they it's had hilarious. like a cool explanation as to. No, you, you just thought. fucking move in the air. <laughs> All right. Um. So. Just T pose at people. Is this good enough for level fourteen? We can. I'll, I'll obviously edit this shit to make it correct. But yeah, we can play around with the wording cool. later. But the intensity. Save changes. Um. Level six breath attack. Easy. Back to the dragon. All right, level six breath. Um, I feel like we should somehow lower the damage on breath attack at level six because. Like a normal dragon's breath attack is pretty damn. Oh high. yeah. Oh, so oh, let, let's absolutely. look at um oh, yeah. uh, uh let's look at the dragonborn actual yes. Yeah. Somewhere in between dragonborn and dragon, because dragonborns kind of suck with their breath attack. Well, again, so let me look at so if someone wants to look at the dragonborns real quick. I'm gonna go ahead and look at the dragon like uh, draconic bloodline. Yeah. And look at there because I think they get a breath. Okay, so I'm looking at the dragonborn. Uh, and it starts off as like a saving throw that scales with your con or whatever the fuck. Uh, and it starts off at level one, uh, doing two d6 of your types of damage. Uh, and then it scales up to three d6 at level six, four at level 11, and five at level 16. Uh, so that scaling actually sounds pretty good to me. Uh, I'd be okay with, you know, taking that. Uh, but then the save instead would just be like, uh, your spell save DC, uh, using charisma rather than constitution. So would we start it at 3 to 6 at level 6? Correct. And it goes okay. up at level 11 and level 16. Interesting. So I, I'm looking at the Draconic Bloodline. And so having the Breath Attack might be a little overpowered, I feel like. Why? It's it's really not that good. Dra Dragonborn can get it at level fucking 1. Yeah, it's not that good. Okay, okay. So, um... Uh, this is with a level six. Plus, they can only use it once. I feel like we should add. They should be able to short, use yeah, it. Yeah, short rest. Times. Yep. Well, we we could say, we could do two things. We could either say once per short rest or long rest, uh, kind of in line with what, what like how warlocks work, uh, or we could say you could use it a number of times equal to like your charisma modifier, um, and then limit it to a long rest recharge. How about how about this? We compromise and we say limit it to long rest, charisma mod, and then we add a recharge die on top of it. So that you just can't chain together like four breath attacks. You have to recharge. Similar to a dragon. Oh, I like I'm, that. I'm a little bit hesitant. I feel like if we're doing that, I'd rather just go with the warlock short resting. No, no, no. I, I like, I like, so we nerf the damage a little bit. Because, because, uh, um, because the dragonborns, how often can they use their breath attack? Once. Once per short or long rest. Okay, so I say we don't change the damage at all. Like, keep it the same damage scaling as. Dragonborn. Yes. And just throw in the breath attack. Just throw in the breath recharge. Right, but we need an upper limit as to how much you can use it per day. Because you could realistically hit your recharge every time. It's not going to happen, probably, but you could. What we can do so is would... increase the... Each time... So... Each, okay, so this is gonna be kind of a long description. So each time you get you get your recharge, it decreases the threat or increases the number you need to actually get the recharge each time. I do not like and that. And then that number um, resets every long rest. I don't like that. Five uh, E generally tries to stay away from stuff like that. 
um, because it adds a lot of bookkeeping that they try to not use. Gotcha. Um, okay. So I, I feel like that would, that would get a little bit painful to keep track of. All right, so we'll avoid that. Um, so just stick a uh, like modifier on it? Like you can use it three times if your charisma mod's plus three? Yeah, I would say uh, recharge on a long rest, use it a number of times equal to your charisma, and if you want to use all four of them back to back to back, that's fine because it's not actually all that strong. Well, I mean, it's good, but it's not, like, amazing. I mean, that's, like, four free spell slots to do 3d6 at 6th level. Yeah, it's, like, like 12d6. But 12d6 over four three turns. turns. Four turns. Three turns. Yeah, that's not... I mean, it's, it's good. Okay, how about... So, like... I don't know. I like the recharge die. It's not that hard, yeah. like for a player. So to starting at sixth level, maybe you... make it like a D four instead of a D six, so it's easier to hit. No, 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 no. But then it just isn't gonna do a lot of damage. So no, no, no. What... Oh, you mean the recharge die? Recharge die, you're right. Yeah. No, no, what if we give them the recharge die? So you die? need a you need a a two to four to recharge. What if we give them or a three or four? What if we give them the recharge die, but they can only recharge their breath equal to the number of times that they. Uh, so it's a combination yeah. of the two ideas. That's what I was, they get the recharge die, saying, but they can only weird. actually recharge their breath. They can only use their breath attack equal to the number of times equal to their charisma modifier. But yeah, they also have to get it recharged. Correct. So starting at 6th level, you gain the ability to use the breath attack of your patron. Um, you're able to use the uh, number of times uh, equal to your charisma modifier, but you must uh, roll on the recharge die um, in order to be able to use it again. I mean, we'll obviously fix the wording there, but does that sound good to you guys? Yo. Cool. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just save that. I na- I just named this Dragon's Breath for right now. Um, Dragon's Fury, Dragon's Breath, Dragon... Um, we'll just do Dragon's Breath tentatively. Okay. We're not getting very creative tonight, but we're also... Dragon's voice. Going very long. Well, I mean, it's thematically appropriate. Back to the dragon. Um, we can uh, we can flesh this out release it later on Twitter. Twitter. Tweet. All right. So, um, last one. Uh, I mean, we got some... Probably have some other level ones that we can flesh out. But uh, let's go into uh, the level 10 one. Um... Yeah, so I feel like we have a lot of, like, damagey type shit here. I would like to think a little bit more about utility. Yes. What are dragons good at? Being scary. Uh, Killing people. Flying around. Eating people. um, Taming mortals. I feel like... I feel like we should... um... Okay, this is completely random, but I just love Find Familiar. I know Brad does too. What if you got like a modified fairy dragon familiar that can do certain things? Well, I'm a little bit hesitant about familiars at all, uh, just because there is a um, uh, a whole fucking warlock uh, oh, pact boon yeah, uh, called Pact of the Chain that allows that's all about familiars. Uh, so yeah. I kind of don't want to step on that territory. Yeah, we don't want to take away from another using subclass. So. Give me a second. I am pulling up the Warlock subclass. Is Warlock the last reminds one? reminds me of one player I had um, was that Warlock, and he named his fucking familiar Toonchi. I was like, what? What's a Toonchi? 
Tucci. It's like Lil Wayne's nickname, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bubble. Okay. So. We either. We can give them resilience to their resilient them at level ten. They grow resilient to um, the damage type of their patron. They, I like that. They grow yeah, resistant that's cool. of it. So if their patron, yeah, it's cool. Not, but I feel like flashy, we could add something else as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah something else so for sure. let me go ahead and do tenth level. Um, we. And then, um, the other idea I had is probably going to be terrible. Maybe free utility cantrips or free utility spells, something. Here's what I thought. So your expended spell list, right? Um, is there a way that we can augment those at 10th level? Like, spells that you pick from your expended spell. spell list now gain an additional damage die or something like that. It's kind of boring. That's not really something that happens a whole lot either. But, I mean, we're creating a subclass. We don't have to follow the strict norms here. We should follow a template, yeah. though, because all subclasses tend to. But, I mean, also, an additional damage die isn't that bad. I know, I know but it's it's not I really something can, that the rules support a whole I lot. I guess. We can be more creative. Yeah. Too. Like. Well, because it's, it's just, I feel like at 10th level, like, by giving that additional damage die... I mean, I guess most levels... Never mind. Warlocks just automatically get the max damage die based on your level anyway. Yeah. So yep. never mind on that. Um, so I mean, I guess I guess you could do the additional damage die, but I, I I'm I'm gonna backtrack on that one. Um, I just really are there like... any other aspects of dragons? There are things that dragons do that we don't think about. So I just uh, had a quick honestly, little thought. okay. So here's a cool thought: each type of dragon has their own flavor. So maybe we can make this like a dynamic feature where you adopt some sort of feature of you, the dragon you um, made a pact with. I can't think of a great example. I can look after this, but um, I know... Actually, no. Specifically, silver dragons, they have an odd interest in humans and humanoids. They find them fascinating. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know. That's just like a flavor thing that we could draw inspiration from. But I think that would add a cool... Uh, feature to the subclub. So, Brad, you said you wanted to add a little bit more of a, a utility to this, right? Yeah. What if we gave them the ability to... No, this isn't going to work, I don't think. I was... Okay. Uh, obviously shut this idea down because I don't think it's a good idea anymore. But maybe in future classes or something like this, I think, I think Asimirs can do this. But... Um, basically being able to cast the spell, the shield spell on someone else. Okay, whenever I say utility, I mean, like, non-combat related. Non-combat, gotcha. Um. Like, how, how can you use, like, your dragonness in maybe, like, an RP situation? Maybe you can polymorph into a small dragon that has, it's like a, I guess, kind of similar to a druid's wild shape, but it's a small dragon that no. gave... It gives you ability to like have an eye in the sky, similar to Valkyrie, my owl familiar. So I just had a really, really memey, funny idea. So you know how kobolds worship dragons, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. At a certain level, um, kobold summon kobold slaves. Either you summon kobolds, like it's a modified summon spell, or it's just whenever you come in interaction with kobolds, they automatically um, recognize your status with dragons and begin worshiping you as a higher being or something like that, and you automatically like gain kobold allies. That's kind of niche. I feel like you yeah. could extend that to all, like draconids but even then i feel like we can give something more mechanically beneficial that isn't I agree. niche what if what if less about the dragons and more about hmm. oh 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 give me a second warlock class 14th level is like the the last time that you get something big right i believe at least from your pact uh, or from your patron, you get other warlock shit at like level twenty and whatnot, like the higher levels. Um, but so level fourteen is the highest. What if um, at level? So this is a level ten, right? So at level ten. Wait. Okay, this is a crazy idea. So dragons many times like to make packs, hence why we're talking about a dragon subclass for warlocks right now. What if you that you introduce a game mechanic where, like, stop me if this gets out of hand, but you introduce a game mechanic where you yourself can extend your pact to people. And the more people you get to join your pact, the more power somehow you gain with your patron. It's like a medieval pyramid scheme i don't I know like how i don't know the logistics of that but like i don't know i'm just thinking out loud right now yeah i like the idea uh i'm a little bit hesitant on it being like a permanent type thing uh but i do think it would be cool if you could kind of like 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 loan your powers to somebody else temporarily um like if you if you touch if you touch one of your your party members or some shit you know you could give them some abilities maybe let them cast eldritch blast or you know, maybe like transfer like your your sigil onto them or some shit, and give them bonus armor or whatever. So you so you want this to be yeah, utility? So it's more said, support right? temporarily. Utility. Temporarily. Yeah. Hmm. It's more support than utility, but I like that a little bit. Tony. I I I I'm I'm just looking at the the actions right now for a dragon, right? And I I feel like we're kind of because like we kind of did the frightful presence a little bit in the cause fear thing. But I feel like, A, we can probably expand upon... <gasps> Wait! No! This is perfect! Um, So, you want this to be utility outside of combat, right? Yup. So, we... Uh, dragons have a blind sight of up to 60 feet. At 10th level, you gain... The, you gain... Um, dragon senses. So, increased perception... Interesting. And blind sight. Up to yeah, 30 like feet instead of 60 feet. With... That's what I was thinking for the... I was thinking perception when I was mentioning, like, the dragon form. But, yeah, I like that. And then maybe that. we could even circle back and add, uh... What is it? Darkness as a spell. Circle so that back. would add some cool synergy. Well, does, darkness doesn't make a whole lot of sense no, for a dragon doesn't. to cast. Um, additionally, I think that's just on the warlock spell list as yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Also no, I like the blind sight increased perception. Cool, cool, thing. cool. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. I think. All right, cool. So that's a pretty 
and like perception's always used, so that warranted for level ten. Um. So what what did I call this? Dragon's perception. Dragon's. Dragon sense. Dragon sight. That's better. So I'm I'm thinking, uh, how do we want to buff the perception? Okay. Uh, do we want to give you fucking what do you call expertise? it? Expertise. Um, proficiency in it, because I feel like at level ten, a lot of people have proficiency in it anyway. You know, that's, I say it'll probably end up doing nothing. Fuck it. E- expertise. Is it expertise from nothing or expertise if you have proficiency? Proficiency if you have nothing. We'll say. Hmm. I, I, or we could just I simplify say, it and say advantage. Add your proficiency modifier. I say either advantage. If you already are proficient, then you get expertise. I see. I say either advantage or a permanent plus to your perception. Okay, again, five yeah. E tends to stay away from permanent pluses. So um, not, you well, say you can't not, just say you get a, you gain a plus to your perception. There's very few things that let you do that because it's kind of hard to keep track of sometimes. Um, gotcha. That, that's that's like a core philosophy of five E. Uh, Three point five did a shit ton of that, and that was almost entirely removed in five E. Gotcha. Um, there's only a couple abilities that give you like flat bonuses like that. Um, you know, pass without trace is a noticeable one, um, but that's like so like egregious of a plus. Uh, it it's kind of different. I feel like adding something simple like a plus two to something isn't really in line with five E philosophy. Can look over it. I would much rather do an advantage. I say advantage, or if we're feeling spicy, do the proficiency, or double if you already have it. Or, or we let them do like once per day, you get a plus ten to your perception roll. I don't. I, I, that's that's getting I in on know. cleric channel divinity. You fucking stay away from my clerics, okay. boy. Okay, so um, all right, so, so let's I, I kind of like, like what if like it was advantage. like advantage on perception checks to, um, you know, locate uh, creatures, right? Uh, like a dragon might be really good at. Finding like a like smelling out like a boar or like a deer that it's hunting or seeing smelling creatures hearing, or whatever, objects right? because um, they like treasure. Okay, well then so, if it's creatures or objects, then it's just everything. So how about how about that advantage on proficiency when looking for specific insert thing here? Well, so like, that's what a lot of perception checks are in the first place. So uh, I, I would just say you just have advantage on perception. Yeah, period. yeah. So so are we keeping the resistance yeah, to the patron type in as well then? Yeah. Was Are that? we keeping the resistance to patron type in as well? Yep. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to have to probably change the name to something other than Dragon Sight because that doesn't fit with the resistance. We, we can deal with the template in Yeah, later. we'll deal with that later. So at 10th level, you gain resistance to your patron type, advantage advantage on perception checks, and blind sight of 30 feet or 60 feet. Do we, we need blind 30. sight? I guess we're, yeah, if we're keeping with dragons, do blind sight. Dragons it's are bigger th- and have 60 feet. Humans are smaller and have 30 feet. 30 feet, yeah. Blind sight's not, like, super broken either. I mean, it's pretty good, but it's not, like... It's, it's good, cool. but... Um, and, then in, and then we'll go back to the first level one and give them dark vision if they don't already have it. Well, blind sight, no. Blind sight already... Blind sight may as well give you dark vision. No, 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 but I'm saying at first level, because dragons... No, don't give them dark vision at first huh? level. But th- no, that doesn't, that doesn't matter. Okay. Do dragons dark have vision, dark, dark Everything vision. already has fucking dark vision anyway. Yeah. Unless you're a goddamn human. Yeah, if you don't pick a dark vision class, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I don't feel I need to add that. Variant in. human peasants. It's worth the feat, though. Alright, so... Uh, so I just had another thought about the first level ability. 
uh, where we say that you can change the damage type of Eldritch Blast. Um, we, we, need, we need to put a clause in there. Uh, I don't want people to assume they automatically have Eldritch Blast, so there's two ways to handle it. Either say, if you have the Eldritch Blast cantrip, you can change the damage, or you get the Eldritch Blast cantrip, period. Wait, War a Warlock wouldn't have Eldritch Blast? You, you don't have well, to. You don't have to, you don't have to take it, but... What, yes, it's, it's more like wood. Well, I mean, you'd be dumb if you didn't take it, but you <laughs> okay. can not take it, you know? Well, judging that the fact that this whole thing's stringent upon you need it, just give it to him. Yeah. If they're, that's fine. <laughs> like, if you don't take Eldritch Blast, don't play a Warlock. I don't know. Just, just give him a bonus cantrip. Yeah, fuck it. So just give them Eldritch Blast? Yep. Yeah, because we didn't really do anything with Eldritch Blast as part of the feature. I'm just adding that. Those are more invocations. I'm just adding that in a note. I I don't know warlocks. I'm stupid. This actually this is actually perfectly fine. I feel like because if you look back at um the telekinetic feature, it automatically gives you mage hand, but makes it invisible, therefore allowing you to do like make it make everything seem like it's telekinetic. Yeah, and that, that's basically that's pretty much is, what we're like, doing right here is we're giving you basically patron's breath at a low level as Eldritch Blast, but you can change its look and feel until yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So that works. Um, all right, I think what we have so far is really good. Um, we have some flushing out to do a little bit. So let me go into the. We we can do that off off the podcast. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to be fun to listen to at all. Yeah. No. Cool. Um, so, okay. So, uh, so when are we talking to wizards about getting this in? On our... <laughs> um, probably not for a long time. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, like, you guys got me wanting to play Warlock right now. I'm Dude, me too. Got. I know. I mean, I mean, like, like, like the fact that I got the druid and the, the fact that I got that we got the druid and the clerics, like focused what people like wanting to play warlock is kind of good and cool so no i can i i really like this like i think this is really cool and we can do a lot of we can do some stuff with this but i think what we have so far is really good um and if we come back and revisit this uh to either do balances or other things we will um might make an episode out of it if there's enough content. If not, we'll just uh, announce it on Twitter that it's been revamped and release the uh, stat block. That's what you want to call it. Thanks for coming to our TED Talk on Warlocks, guys. Um, we feel like we got something pretty cool here. Uh, and we will definitely be exploring multiple subclasses. Uh, I know we have druids and clerics lined up for Brad and I, respectively. Um, so be sure to keep an eye out on our Twitter for release updates, as well as when we are dropping the subclass material um, in our little D&D uh, &D book template. Uh, so again, thanks for listening, guys, and be sure to check out the Twitter at News and Drinks for all the updates. Bye, guys.